0: Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from
1: the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists.
0: And welcome to the Retirement Clinic. Jeff Kowal is here. We are in WISN studio. We also are on WIBA in Madison. Jeff, how are you today? Good morning. I'm well. Good morning, Paul. Uh, We are ready to go. Let's get some uh, callers lined up. What do we do in the Retirement Clinic? Jeff, I'll let you answer that question.
1: Well, this show is for everybody our particular practices for those with seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or more in retirement assets are are close to already in retirement so if you have a million two million three million dollars or more are serious about your retirement planning and want to make sure at least help assure that you have a successful retirement we are a co-op investment group the retirement specialist now this show we try to address all different issues with regard to retirement planning um how uh, uh what types of uh, uh, tax laws coming up? Uh, how you should have your assets allocated in retirement? Uh, are there certain rules or, uh, that are changing that make uh, one uh, type of planning different uh, from another? Should you have, we addressed it, the taxation of retirement mm-hmm. plans. Um, all different types of things. So if if you're close to already in retirement, if you're thinking about what types of questions you should ask your employer before you leave, if you're worried about whether you have enough money in retirement, those are all the types of things that we deal with. And the the, the retirement clinic tries to address all those issues.
0: That uh, 401k plan I've worked years and years on. You're right. You get in your retirement, Jeff, all of these rules, when can I make my first withdrawal? When can I start using that money? Uh, We get those questions all the time. Also, how much do I need for retirement? That answer is probably different for every one of our listeners, Jeff.
1: Yep, uh, and a lot of it has to do with your lifestyle before and after retirement. But you and I have talked about this a lot in the past, Paul. Where we, th- you know, we'll, we've done seminars in the past, and we'll look at a room and say, you know, say, how much do you want in retirement? And they'll kind of look at each other. And then somebody will say, "Well, I want one hundred percent. I, I want one hundred percent." And really, what they're saying is that this is how much I spend each month. This is how much my net income is each month. I'd like to duplicate that if i can maintain the same standard of living or better in retirement that's what i'm looking for
0: jeff the phone number to call the retirement clinic and we will take your questions right now let's get these lines lit up with any retirement question maybe it is 401k questions taxes social security estate planning questions we talk about rollovers or simply here's my age here's what i've got saved am i on the right track do i need to step it up or not Give us a call. 799 1130 is our local number. 414 799 1130. The steam dry carpet cleaning toll free number 800 838 94 Seven, six. Both lines are open. Jeff demands at least two or three calls each hour.
1: <laughs> demands.
0: <laughs> and I, I, my job is to uh, comply and, and get him those sure. questions. So uh, we've got open phone lines right now. I always say this, Jeff, the best time to call earlier in the hour. Here's what's coming up this show. We've got the sexy segment, and that's about wealth management and preservation. Jeff, Aaron Kowal, your son, Aaron Kowal, joining yep. us shortly For the Boss Minute for business owners, savings, and security. Those are two features that we cover on every show. We should also mention your four locations. I touched on the Madison area. You're in Middleton. That's why we're in WIBA. You're in Port Washington, Wisconsin.
1: Yep, great. For anybody on the North Shore, uh, uh, Mequon, Thienesville, Grafton, Cedarburg, uh, Random Lake, Nice stomping grounds. (laughs) Port Washington, especially. But uh, yeah, if anywhere, uh, North North Shore, it's an easy location to get to. Or uh, we have our our, uh, uh, Phoenix office. Uh, We also have our Madison office, Middleton. And then our world headquarters in Waukesha. We're able to, uh, for a lot of people all over the area, if you're in Brookfield or uh, uh, Waukesha, uh, Elm Grove, uh, even if, uh, especially in Lake Country, if you're in Oconomowoc and Thienesville. it's it's uh, right Oconomowoc, off the freeway and, uh, too. Okachi.
0: the uh, Waukesha location, yes. very easy to get to.
1: Yep, right off of one sixty four, right by the Thunder Bay Grill and the, um, uh, uh, was it uh machine shed? Machine shed. That's it. Thanks, Paul little brain fart there <laughs> it, you go,
0: it's one of those things you go buy it every day that's right and then you can't think of the name of it yeah it I,
1: used to be where that smiley face barn used to right. be that's remember that not there anymore yep
0: everybody talks about where that barn used to be yep. well if you're new to the city yep. you don't know what the smiley barn is yep hey um one more thing your website for more information thecoalway.com is a great resource And a lot of information on that website about retirement the K-O-W-A-L k-o-w-a-l is how you spell just last name the uh jeff is president of course of the coal investment group the retirement specialist and again we're taking your calls right now so give us uh, a call with any question and jeff you always have topics that you bring I do to the have table
1: topics you know just a couple more things before we we start with that just a little bit more about the coal investment group that um you know, it's it's interesting that we are Coal Investment Group, the retirement specialists, and everybody on our team, uh, from top to bottom, uh, talks the same language. We all talk retirement planning, and we always act as fiduciaries. So I think when you come and work with the Coal Investment Group, we've always put our clients' interests first, and I think that's refreshing for people who come to work with us. They know that you know we we don't we always look out for them first.
0: Well, Spencer reminds me of something, and I can I mention this? You're sponsoring the Jay Weber
1: Town Hall that's oh, yeah. coming up. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I hear
0: those commercials all week long.
1: That's right. It's gonna that's going to be the debate with, or not debate the 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 town hall with uh, Nicholson and uh, Leah Hukmeyer. Yeah. yeah. So that should be that should be pretty interesting. And yeah, it's an it's an honor to to sponsor Jay's a really good guy. Um, so it's, it'll be nice to do that with him that event with him. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the month.
0: Yes, yeah, so those uh, town hall meetings are quite. Uh, they are very popular with our listeners. Put it that way. Yeah. That's so. That's cool that you got involved in that, job.
1: Oh, it should be good. It should be fun.
0: All right. Um, we're going to take some calls in just a bit, but okay, let's get started with your stories. You sift and winnow your way. Sift and All yes. week long you prep for
1: the show. And, then- got, and I do. All week long I'm looking for things that I think are of interest and have an impact on you and your retirement planning. And that's really our focus here and our focus on our practice. And this is a USA Today article. It says, Why IRAs Beat 401ks Among Older Americans. Um I, th- I thought it was kind of interesting, and why would that be? And it all depends if you're in accumulation phase or in the, in the distribution phase. Let's look at this. Adam Shell was the author of this. It says, for most working Americans, the savings vehicle of choice is the 401K, but a flood of retirement savings dollars moving from these employer-sponsored plans to IRA suggests that retirees or workers nearing the end of their careers favor individual re- retirement accounts when it's time to tap the cash they've amassed older Americans are driving the trend shifting their savings to take advantage of IRAs more flexible withdrawal options as well as some other perks I have to stop right here in the article and say in many cases, probably most cases, it makes sense to take money out of 401ks and roll it into IRAs. And I'll get into the reasons for that. But there are some certain circumstances, especially, underline exclamation point, especially if you're retiring between ages 55 and 59 and a half. Because there are special exceptions for that that you have to be aware of where that may make sense to keep at least some of your money inside of your 401k. Anyway, let's get back to this. Um... These one times uh, to talk about people entering their golden years with their 401ks, um, they need to start accessing the money to pay living expenses and generate a steady income stream. Uh, in five years into 2017, 96 percent of the two trillion dollars in IRA contributions came from rollovers. That's according to Source Associates Retirement Consulting and Research Forum. Research firm. IRA assets are also rising rapidly because the account balances being rolled over are sizable, as most 401k accounts represent a career's worth of savings. You know, you talk about that, and you know, you, you use your options that you have. And one of the big reasons that people are moving money out of 401ks into IRAs is, is one to get advice. Um, you know, if you work with a professional advisor like us at the Coal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. You know you get advice. Uh, people are looking out for your best interest, And if you've done worked your lifetime as an engineer or as an executive or as, as a worker putting money away regularly into your 401K plans, and now comes time to retire – you haven't focused on this your whole life. You've focused on your career and your family your whole life, and now you come up with a large amount of money and say, now what do I do? Yeah, and the 401k plan is
0: almost something, I don't want to say out of sight and out of mind because it shouldn't be, but some people don't pay close
1: attention to it, Jeff. They no, just... and you've accumulated some real wealth in those, and now you walk away with a large amount of money and say, I don't want to blow this. This is my my family's future. It's not just me now. It's my family's future too, and you're out. you may be out of the accumulation phase, and now you're in to the spending uh, distribution phase. Yes, <laughs> spending phase. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. And you just have to make sure that, you know, somebody who's who's used to handling large amounts of money can help you with this. This is what we do all the time. Most common distribution option for at a 401k plan, for example, is a lump sum. And that's not always the best choice. Uh, IRAs, however, allow withdrawals at any time and the amount... The account holder chooses 401k participants are worried they won't be able to access their savings, whereas IRAs don't have those limitations, says Shlafani, who's from that organ really associates. The average large 401k plan offers 29 investment options. Uh, investor who rolls over into an IRA uh, with a, in a brokerage account, may have hundreds or maybe thousands of options. Not go, that you're
0: going to use those, but... Go back to that. The average 401k, this is average. Average. 29 investment options. Interesting. And the IRA offers a lot more.
1: Correct. And as an example, the article goes on to say that as an example, you may have um, one um, international fund. And maybe that's good. Maybe it's the best international fund in the whole wide world that just happens to be in your 401k plan. And there's probably not just one that's the greatest. But just as an example, that uh, you may have only one... International fund. You might not have a, a technology fund or anything like or a small cap fund that, that may be to your advantage. to have some money in there. Uh, IRA set up at mutual fund firms, brokerage places like Coal like Investment Group, financial, financial advisory firms like ours can give you professional investment advice, and that's critical as a so called drowned. Drawdown phase or withdrawal years is far more complex than wealth building years. I thought that's an interesting comment, and that's a, that's a sweet spot for us. In other words, not that it's easy to accumulate wealth because you have to show some di- discipline. But they say that for that drawing money out is far more complex. And what do you do? A taxable, tax-free, uh, tax-deferred. Which which pot of money do you pull from when you're pulling money out? Um, And he said, What do you do with the proverbial pile of money? So um, you spend it again. Well, you, but how in what manner and fashion and timetable and all that stuff?
0: And and every case is different. Jeff, there might be kids that you want to leave some behind, charitable options. Some people do want to spend their money. I work my whole life. Yes, I can't take it to, I've heard this so many
1: people from friends, can't take it to the grave. Well, that's what the article is saying too, that everybody's a little bit different. 401k plans tend to uh, cater to the masses there. And uh, again, in the accumulation phase, and then you reach your, the time when you retire, you are now an ex-employee. So if you think you had limited options while you were an employee there. You have no options you now. You have fewer options once you're an employee They don't ex-employee. care about you, you're yeah. gone.
0: Well, that old guy. A lot guy. of times
1: that's, that's the case, yes. <laughs> and you, th- you think that that's the case, and in reality that may be the case. So
0: what you're saying is, Jeff, when you do retire, you're gone. Let's just take me, for example. I've got a 401k plan. I work for iHeart Media. Right. I retire. I'm gone. That 401k plan now, I mean, iHeart doesn't care what I do. Right? right, they. I now have to look out for myself, and I might want to yep. think about IRA options or some other options.
1: That's right. And then, and then once you roll into an IRA, you have to be very careful about the taxation of those assets. Did you put some money in after tax, as an example? Can that? You know, there's what's called an exclusion ratio, which really screws up your taxes. So if you could split out that money, an exclusion ratio. Yeah, just we, don't that want, term. we don't want to get into it because oh we might get to a break pretty soon. It sounds soon. terrifying. It, it, it could be, especially if you don't watch it carefully, you could be paying double taxes on that. Well,
0: it is break time, Jeff, and not to rush you, but um, we got callers waiting. Okay, good. We've got Aaron Kowal standing by for the boss minute. We got a lot to do, and we've got to sneak in a quick commercial break. What was that term we just said again? Exclusion ratio. <laughs> We'll talk about that and more when we come back. Stay tuned. The Retirement Clinic, we're in WIBA in Madison. We're in WISN in Milwaukee. Our first caller is going to be Bill and Franklin. When we come back, that's just moments away. Aaron Kowal standing by. The Boss Minute coming up next on The Retirement Clinic, hosted by Jeff Kowal. I'm Paul Kronforst. Stick around. News Talk 1130 WISN. We're moments away from Aaron Kowal and the Boss Minute. Jeff Kowal is here with the Retirement Clinic. WISN, Milwaukee, WIBA, Madison. Let's go to some of your calls. we got questions waiting, so we take those first. Bill is from Franklin. Bill, good morning. Hi, Bill.
1: Morning. Good morning. What's up? I had a question. I'm self-employed and I'll be 70 and I have a SEP IRA.
2: Can you deduct... From uh, make a tax deduction on your SEP IRA contributions after age 70? Uh,
1: you you cannot know if it's a Roth, and I'm not sure even with a SEP oh, if t- you can t- make t- it. Yeah, traditionally. Oh, okay. put- if, you're, if you you work SEP IRA contributions. That's interesting. I'm going to have to look that one up because typically you cannot make contributions to your IRA beyond age 70 and a half. Um, so I'll have to take a look at that. Sep, uh, uh, Roth contributions, as I know you can make. But after the right. boss boss minute, I'll, uh, I'll make sure I get you an answer to that question.
0: Yeah, I Googled it, and I, you know, I'm not sure.
2: But I'm always worried about answers on Google. I,
0: <laughs> I mean, that's a good point that me. you bring that up. Some of, the, you know, some of the stuff you get on the Internet, obviously, Obviously, Jeff, it's where it's coming from. Where is the resource? Yep. Always check yeah. with a professional, obviously, uh, Bill. Okay, and I R one. one. So. Yes, <laughs> and you are.
1: Yeah, if you, can, if you can check that out, I appreciate it. I'll try that, to uh, do that. I'll check out with a couple of my Airbnb. sources. And if I can't uh, find it here, I'll get back to you on that. Or give my office a call, please. Okay, thanks. All Thank
0: right, you, Bill. Thanks B- for the call. Appreciate the phone call. Oh, okay, we got a couple of things to do right now. Real quickly, the office phone number for the Kowal Investment Group is 262-522-4040 or toll-free. 877 560 4040. Thekowallway.com is uh, also available for more information. Uh, so, Bill, if you want anybody wants to follow up and talk to Jeff and his staff off the air, you can reach them through the phone number or the website. It is time now to, for Aaron Kowal to join us with today's business owners and saving security. We call it the Boss Minute.
2: It's estimated that 10,000 baby boomers hit retirement age every single day. That's a huge number. A lot of those are business owners. Many of these soon-to-be retirees have created and run a successful business for many years, but are now wondering what's the next step. They ask themselves many questions, like should they transfer their business to their children, their employees, or maybe sell the company to a third party. It's important to consider these issues. Statistically, 85% of a business owner's net worth is tied up in their business. So this makes it critical to get the planning done right. And if possible, get the planning done early as well. Having an exit plan puts you in control of the situation. If the planning is done and the groundwork is laid, then a lot of the stress can be taken out of what's going to happen with what is most likely your most valuable asset. It'll also provide you with adaptability and flexibility if plans change. Get your succession plan going now so something happens. There isn't a fire sale that can put your plans and your family's plans in jeopardy.
0: Uh, That's well done. A fire sale, Jeff, uh, Aaron referred to it. As And we, we spend at least, what, two minutes a show talking each week about business owners, how important their retirement plan is?
1: Right. And, and what Aaron is talking about there, and I think it's important, it's, it, with all areas of your planning, you think, well, it just applies to my personal stuff. But no, with your business, too. You want to make sure that if something happens, that it's not a fire sale. You're not getting 10 or 20 cents on the dollar because you didn't make any appropriate plans in advance. So
0: You work with, obviously, a lot of your clients are business owners, Jeff, yeah. but a lot of those are family businesses, too um you your wealth I don't is, want to call a coal investment group a family business but your son's involved' it, so is, it is. a family business yeah. sure is.
1: Happens to be a fairly large one, but it's a family right, business. Right.
0: right. Well, oh. you think of family business, a lot of people think two, three people, and it's just a small. Uh, it's not like that. In many cases, they are larger. So very important that you do things the right way when you ret- uh, plan for your retirement as a business owner. Uh, coming up, the sexy segment soon. Jeff, we've got more time for callers as well at seven nine nine eleven thirty. If you've got a question, we've taken a few, but we've got some up in the phone lines right now. Uh, if you want to call in toll-free on the carpet, steam dry carpet cleaning number, that toll-free number is 800-838-9476.
1: I have a Kiplinger's Retirement Report. Um, usually, I get some pretty good information from from this. People will ask me, what kind of publications do you read? Ed Slot's a big one. Ed Slott uh, is a uh, uh, nationally known uh, author and uh, uh, retirement Plans has a, a elite IRA advisor program that I'm participant in. Well, very technical. Uh, this Kiplinger's retirement report, report, a lot of times, is you know, I get some pretty good stuff from here. But this is getting your portfolio in fighting shape. Wake-up calls are never pleasant, but this one was particularly harsh. Over the course of just nine trading days in late January and early February of this year, U.S. stocks dropped 10% as investors fed over a government report. Showing higher than expected wage inflation, the plunge wiped out stock market gains for the year and chalked up one of the swiftest corrections in recent decades. And just last week, they were saying that the Nasdaq has required has recovered, is back to the all time high, but the Dow and S and P five hundred have not. Are you awake yet? Good. It's time to get up and whip your your portfolio into shape for the challenges to come. That doesn't mean you should abandon your thoughtfully constructed investment mix and yank money out of stocks just because it dropped. But retirees with the most plain vanilla portfolios, such as those with core holdings that closely track the S&P 500 stock index and the U.S. aggregate bond index, may be in particular need of a portfolio boot camp. It says, "Yeah, sixty forty bond thing is is good. Uh, Five year returns have been good, but with U.S. stocks looking richly valued and rising, threatening rising rates threatening bonds." Uh, Littman Gregory Asset Management says that we very much believe that a retiree or a traditionally balanced portfolio should really be diversified away from core US stock and bond holdings I thought that was pretty interesting and it's, it's in line with our with our thinking at the coal investment group we tend to put more money into uh, technology a little bit more money overseas in in US and foreign um Uh, stocks and bonds. Uh, It says to win a place in retirees' portfolios, of course, uh, funds should provide much more than just diversification for retirees. Capital preservation is one of the key guiding principles. Uh, You want to invest in managers whose track records show that they've been able to stare down multiple bear markets. We use a lot of ETFs, which we manage those. uh, Exchange-traded funds. Exchange-traded funds. Thank you, Paul.
0: That's my job. You know how many acronyms are in your industry? amazing.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Most people entering their retirement need a healthy slug of stocks to help their portfolios keep pace with inflation and reduce the risk. They'll outlive their income. But if all your holdings are moving in sync and your stomach is churning, you could benefit from broader diversification. So I thought that was a, a pretty good article. Uh, again, that was a Kiplinger's retirement report just saying that if you're in retirement and you have a lot of money into these just index funds, you may want to start paying attention to your portfolio.
0: Back to the phones we go. Next up on the Retirement Clinic, WIBA Madison and WISN Milwaukee, this is Bill from Elm
1: Grove. Hi, Bill. How are you?
2: Hi. Good. Um, I'm retired, and I need to take money out of my retirement accounts for income. I'm not 70 yet uh, with all that deal, but I've got two two accounts, a 457B and an IRA. Does it make any difference tax-wise which one I... Withdraw
1: money from. I'm just curious, did you, did you have an option to put any after tax money into your 457 plan? Uh, yes. So you do have some after-tax money. See, a, a good strategy for you might be just to, and that's where, Paul, I'm sorry, you were, you brought this up. You said the exclusion ratio. If you roll all that into an IRA and don't separate the pre-tax and post-tax stuff, that's where it gets complicated from a tax standpoint. Uh, and, and everybody's different, Bill, and I don't know your all your specifics, but you may benefit from what we talked about earlier. Rolling your 457 plan into a Roth IRA for the after-tax. Tax money into an IRA for your pre-tax money and then deciding what kind of income you need from from each
0: all of it or all of it it.
1: yeah from uh, from a tax standpoint you asked doesn't matter what you take if you take it from the 457 or from the IRA uh, yes, if you you could take after tax money out tax free from the 457 plan, but you could also do that from the Roth, and it gets a little bit more complicated if you ask the um, the vendor, the um, administrator for the 457 plan to try and, and help you with the tax planning on that. So that may be where what I talked about earlier, uh, working with an advisor rolling into an IRA may be perfect for you. That makes some sense, Bill. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah. you just just let, let me just give you an example. Let's yep. say Bill has a million dollars as a retirement plan. 250000 uh, is after tax. If he rolls that all into an IRA, then he has an exclusion ratio. 25% of it comes out tax-free. 75% is taxable out of every dollar that comes out of it. So you have to maintain that exclusion ratio throughout the life of that until you get all of your tax-free money out. It's just a pain. Yeah. So the better thing to do would be to split that into two accounts. Take your after-tax money, put that into a Roth. Take your pre-tax money, put that into an IRA. Nice and clean that way. We
0: haven't used that term exclusion ratio on this show that much uh, since we started the show back
1: yeah. in uh uh, 2001, right? We've been well, doing the show. A little, it's a little complicated tax concept. Yeah. One of the things we do at the Coal Investment Group and again, everybody in our team from top to bottom, we all talk the same language. So everybody on in our, in our team is familiar with those terms and how to uh, get around it and how to make sure that for the benefit of the clients, it's done the proper way. Well, the
0: tax consequences, Jeff, to your retirement plan are huge, right? You can't overlook that. It's it's a part of your planning
1: I would right. with, with every client that you sit down with. And you have tax diversification as well. In other words, some of it's going to be uh, taxable, fully taxable uh, as ordinary income tax. Some of it's going to be tax free either with municipal bonds or with, um, um, uh, Roth IRAs, taking money from Roth IRAs. And, you know, some of you may have, uh, capital gains taxation. So there are different tax buckets as well. And as part of the planning that we do for our clients is to make sure that you, uh, address those different areas So which do ones you take advantage of, where do you take money from when you need money income and retirement.
0: Getting into a nice little rhythm here. We have a topic from you, then a call, then a topic, then a call. Now it's time for your next topic. Let's sneak that in quickly. In the meantime, we do have the sexy segment coming up on the show, and also more of your calls coming up. So if you want to grab one of the open lines, do so quickly, and we'll get you on the retirement clinic at 799 9,
1: 9, It seems like every week we're talking about broth, and it's not. that's not the intent. But this is, I thought, a very well-done article by Ed Slott. This, uh, he talks about uh, Congress said no rothification for now. Uh, this was just a recent article within the last two weeks. And this is, and you know, Paul, you'll know what I'm saying. Was it called when rothification? Some, rothification, But when someone tells the, the the term is, when somebody tells you not to worry about a certain thing, you know they're thinking about doing that very thing. <laughs> With anything in life. With <laughs> anything in life. That's you're true. Right. Don't worry about that. It'll never happen. Guess what? It's bound to happen.
0: The brewers, you know, they're in first place. Don't worry about them slipping.
1: <sighs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, uh... you're right. Could not uh, be? No, I don't even want to think about no, that.
0: No, I don't even want
1: to go there either. But anyway, but that's what Congress is doing when it, with the so-called Rothification. Uh, as a review, Rothification has become known as a way to raise revenue for the federal government Government, in effect by taxing 401k contributions. Rothification would eliminate the tax deductions for 401k and other plan contributions and replace them. With the Roth 401k plan type, so where you wouldn't get a deduction up front, and if you remember last year, there was there was talk that President Trump was uh, Congress was floating this idea of having all contributions to 401ks as Roth contributions, uh, not as um, uh, traditional contributions, so not tax deferred, all tax free growth, which is good. We like tax free growth, but. We kind of don't like it that Congress mandates it. Anyway, but now Congress is looking at round two of tax reform. Rothification has come up again. Chairman Kevin Brady, Republican from Texas, says the Ways and Means Committee has no plans to revisit the issue of so-called Rothification as part of any 2.0 proposals. And any rumors, to the contrary, are simply not correct. So, I mean, somebody's bringing it up. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) That's what Ed Slott is saying. Uh, younger workers especially should be putting money into Roth 401ks. And he says, that being said, Ed Slot here says, that being says a big Roth supporter, the number one worry among f- financial advisors and consumers is that they don't trust Congress. <laughs> Imagine that. Gee. So if Congress says, no, we're not thinking about it, don't worry about it, we got yeah. your backside. Yeah, right. Uh, you know you're getting screwed. Big surprise. Yeah. Uh, they like the idea of the Roth. Uh, but they think that Congress would double cross them and change the rules to find some way to tax these Roth funds in the That's future. That's a valid concern. I think so too. What they say and, is that you put the money in tax so you pay the tax up front. All this, so Congress gets their money. Yeah, I so just I paid taxes already. Yep, yep. And they're hungry for revenue, and they're really there. I shouldn't use the term. But, but... Careful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they, they want the money now. They'll take the, the payment and, um, and then it grows tax-free forever. But then they, they might say, okay, we've got these billions of dollars and perhaps trillions of dollars in Roth IRAs that the Congress sees all that money sitting there and it's all growing tax free. They say there's got to be a way to get our hands on that again, even though they got their hands on it once up front. There's a way to – so then there's, there's always that fear that they're going to put a two percent that, that should be taxed twice. Sure, it's not going to be income tax. We'll just put in a two percent surcharge. And call it a, don't call uh, yeah. it a tax. That's right. Call, it's a
0: fee. It's a surcharge a fee or yeah. surcharge. It's like or a something wheel else. tax. Milwaukee County when they yeah. proposed or yeah. they they called it something else. So I think, yeah,
1: right? yeah. So it's not. It's we're not increasing your your taxes. We're just putting this additional fee on there for for. Your but car. I,
0: again, I think it's a valid concern. So the simple way to approach it, Jeff, the four hundred one k plans, I pay taxes when I start taking the money out with the with a with a Roth. I'm
1: paying the taxes up front. Up front. And then with the traditional gross tax deferred, so that's a big advantage. Say, so don't pay taxes up front, gross tax deferred, and then you pay taxes on it when you take it out. Yep. In a Roth 401k or Roth IRA, you pay the taxes up front, up front, gross tax free, which is a huge advantage. Um, and then you, when you take the money out, it's tax free when you take it out. We hope. We hope. But that's just it. <laughs> Believe it or not, people don't trust Congress. This is
0: why it's important to vote and to keep your eye on the news. I mean- who is in Congress makes a lot of difference.
1: Yes, yeah, that's that's right. It's huge. And, and some people there think that it's just not fair that, Typically, only rich people have Roth IRAs, and that's not fair. So you got to find a way to tax them once, twice, three times if possible. So Ed Slot wraps this up by saying, now Congress is talking again about not going to Rothification. That tells you they're still thinking about it, which tells me Congress wants more Roths and more upfront tax money. Sure. In the hallways, so.
0: they're, they're, they're talking about it. You're yeah. right. So that means they haven't put it to rest yet. Interesting stuff. That was really good stuff, Jeff. Thanks, Paul. Good stuff. And that wasn't even a sexy segment, was it? No. That's coming <laughs> up next. All right, got to wait for that. Right now, um, let's break. It's 1042 here at WISN. We're in the studios in Milwaukee. We are also on WIBA Radio, which is in Madison. Jeff's got an office in Middleton. Right there, Madison, Middleton, right next door. And, of course, in Port Washington, Phoenix, Arizona, and the world headquarters in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Jeff and his staff also do the market updates. Business reports, Jeff, on this very station uh, and
1: on WIBA five That's days right. a week. On uh, WISM Milwaukee, where are at three, or five, 3 o'clock news block and 5 o'clock news block and then in madison we're at 455 with vicky mckenna uh just before the news block at five o'clock there so uh three o'clock at five o'clock in milwaukee 455 in mass we try to give you one minute what's going on in the market that day what's driving the markets up and down that particular day wrap it up with the dow, the dow the sp500 and tech heavy nasdaq all in one minute so listen for those
0: the for more info don't go anywhere just going to talk about wealth management and preservation in the sexy segment. That's next as we continue The Retirement Clinic. We are back. WISM Milwaukee, WIBA Madison. It is the retirement clinic run every Saturday morning. Jeff Kowal is your host, Jeff's president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. All right, that music means it's time for Jeff, your sexy segment. You call it that, it's about wealth management. And once you get that money, you manage it, you got to preserve it. How do I keep
1: from losing that, that's right that lump sum that I work so hard for? This show is for everybody, but this particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. This gets a little bit more complicated. Than I was thinking maybe I would back off a little bit, but you know what? This is for people who have complicated estates. And that's what this wealth management segment is for. Just to see once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs? We have very intelligent. And and I appreciate that, especially uh, with this show. I have some of my clients, the people that have become clients have said sometimes they would just tune in for this segment. Go
0: deep into the weeds. We want to hear this stuff. Yeah.
1: So this one is how heirs can maximize an IRA. Um, Kiplinger's retirement report again. Uh, An IRA is a powerful vehicle to build a nest egg, to fund your golden years. The account allows money stashed inside to grow free from taxes, which can turbocharge growth. With years and years of tax advantage, compounded growth, often there will still be money in the account when the owner dies. That money, when passed to heirs, can continue to grow in an IRA, potentially for decades in the future. And this is... The key to this is that you have to do it right. Um, You have to be careful who you name as beneficiaries. And then um, once the beneficiary gets the money, they have to make sure that they title their accounts properly. Let me get back to the article. While bequeathing an IRA may be pretty simple, inheriting an IRA can be a little bit more complicated. To make the most of inherited IRAs, it's critical that heirs understand the rules to follow when they receive the money and the deadlines that must be met. Well, there's the- rules to follow. <laughs> yeah. I just want the I know. money. Uh, that's that's <laughs> what a lot of people think. And if you get this the money, you're just going to get creamed in taxes. So why would you do that? Why not take a half hour talk with somebody like us that knows the ins and outs of this and make sure that it gets transferred to you properly and so that you can transfer it or uh, preserve it, hopefully for the rest of your life. It's called a stretch IRA that you can stretch it out over the rest of your lifetime and spot. Uh, All heirs aren't the same, though. So it's not, you know, if you're a spouse, it's one set of rules. Non-spouses, it's a different set of rules. Um, First and foremost, there's a key step that IRA owners need to take. Name the heirs on the account beneficiary form. Spouses will eventually inherit an IRA anyway, but it's it's a simple matter to make it clear by designating a spouse on the form. For non-spouse. Can can we designate more than just... The you, spouse? You can, but in the state of Wisconsin, good luck with this one, Paul. If you right. want to name somebody other than Dawn, she has to sign off on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's not signing any such yeah, thing. I know.
1: <laughs> you got to be a little bit careful with that, Paul. Though. Is that because we are <gasps> that marital That's don't, don't do anything stupid, yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's,
0: and that so can vary
1: state to state? Yes. Oh. Yeah, so some you are able to do without the spouse's consent. Hey, can you sign this form, Dawn? What's <laughs> yeah. it about? Oh, nothing. Yeah, just ignore no, don't it. don't
0: even read it. Just sign <gasps> it.
1: Sign right here, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, well, she knows you better than that. Yes, she does.
0: <laughs> she would not sign such a form ever. For
1: non-spouse IRA errors, uh being named on the form is critical, because that designation allows them to stretch out the distributions from the account owner over their lifetimes. If you don't list any beneficiaries or name your estate, the IRA can't be stretched and the tax shelter is lost. So in other words, if you have kids, name the kids. Those, that's, those are what's considered non-spouse beneficiaries. If you just say Dawn first and then the estate, no, <laughs> you just mm. blew it. Oh man, that's it's critical, Jeff. Yes. So not only would there's benefit from years of growth, but drawing the money out over time mitigates the tax bill produced by cashing out of the traditional IRA. This is what we talked about earlier. A lot of times, people will just take money out as a lump sum. Well, you just get creamed in taxes, and that's not the best thing to do. Some people almost like winning say,
0: the lottery when you take it a lump sum or
1: right. Yes,
0: you have the uh, the choice, right? And Most people like, want the lump sum; they want all the money while they well, get it depends.
1: Several hundred million dollars. I'll pay the taxes. I'll pay give
0: taxes me... on that. Yeah, if it's a ten me... thousand dollar lottery. I don't want the
1: bank and the state giving me the money sometime in the future, especially if it's an Illinois lottery. That's or something a good. Like that. well, yeah, they're in
0: trouble, <laughs> aren't they?
1: Not that there's anything wrong with Illinois or our listeners from Illinois. Of no, course.
0: but <laughs> no, but they they're broke right now. Yeah, state's so, in trouble. So, but
1: you you have to be careful how you take the money. But if the heirs take the money all at once. He or she would lose a lot to taxes. This also allows you to spread the taxes out over your life expectancy, which is a great way to go. So, one more important note for IRA owners: keep that beneficiary form updated because the beneficiary form trumps a will. That's really important. That you know, especially if you're on have multiple spouses or a spouse dies, you have to make sure that you update your your beneficiary designation forms. One of the most important things to know is that the IRA passes outside the estate. So if you're able to name a beneficiary, it's not included as part of the taxable estate. It's excluded from heirs, everything from uh, creditors. So that's just, you have to be careful with that. When a spouse is an IRA uh, beneficiary. That's typically not a problem. When a non-spouse is an heir, even you think non-spouse, well, it's my family. Well, it's still not a spouse. It's your kid. Yeah. Uh, For non-spouse beneficiaries, whether it's a child, cousin, friend, or whoever, the rules for inheriting an IRA are a very different story. As designated beneficiaries, non-spouses can stretch the inherited IRA over their lifetimes, but only if they carefully follow a number of rules, miss a step, and the opportunity to make that IRA last forever will be gone. You just have to make sure that the errors know this. Make it clear to your beneficiary that it's not going to happen automatically. Know the rules. All required minimum beneficiary designate uh, uh, RMDs. The RMD required minimum distribution. Uh, The rules are not the same. The numbers are not the same. You just have to be careful with that, and if I can give you a a warning in this segment, update your beneficiary forms, make sure that who you want as the beneficiaries are named in there, because then they have an opportunity. There are a lot of good attorneys out there that'll do IRA beneficiary trusts, so if you want some strings attached, you can get some of the benefits of stretch IRA in a trust. It just has to be done properly. That's great advice.
0: Update those forms. Uh, Just to interject a little humor here at the end of the segment, Jeff, Uh you know how much I love Seinfeld, right? Do you remember oh, yeah. the, man you talk about Dawn signing that form? Well, do you remember when George is trying to get out of the wedding with Susan, his girlfriend? So he hatches a plan with, with Seinfeld to come up with a prenup agreement. He said, have her sign a prenup or bring it up. She'll she'll get mad and you won't have to worry about marrying her. <laughs> so he brings it up, Susan, and she goes, me sign a prenup? You don't have a dime. She goes, her parents are loaded. They're <laughs> She goes, give me the paper. I'll sign it. <laughs> She <laughs> laughed yeah. at him and walked out the room. Yeah, uh, you
1: have to be careful what you wish
0: for. You exactly. Know. Exactly. It backfired on George, as did everything with yeah. George Costanza. <laughs> that was a great segment. I love it. All right, that is today's sexy segment on WISN and WIBA's Retirement Clinic. We'll be right back after a quick break with Jeff Kowal, the president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. We'll be right back. Diamond the final stretch for the retirement clinic welcome back everybody good show today we had some great I questions, a lot of fun. really
1: good questions thank you very much for the calls
0: you know if you didn't have time to make it through or just don't feel like discussing your retirement plan on a 50,000 watt radio station on iHeartMedia media app that thousands of people listen to we understand that 50,000 now i'm really nervous paul wow <laughs> this is a big time station yeah wow it is. it's a big deal uh, but give our office call if, you're, yeah, if you yeah that know. was my point some people just don't want to talk on the radio about it, Jeff, we get that, or you don't have time on Saturday, or you just don't want to call. The best way to approach this, Jeff, is to just set up a
1: uh, a meeting with you. Initial consultation, yeah. that's right. And you can do that. The initial consultation is free. There's no charge, and it's complimentary. And you can uh, call our office at two six two five two two four zero four zero eight seven seven five six zero. 560 Forty forty, or a great way to do this to go online. It's the Kowal way K O W A L the Kowal way.com. And you can request an appointment, a great easy way to go. uh, If you're close to already in retirement, you know, a a key that differentiates us from everybody else is that everybody in our office from top to bottom talks, retirement planning. We've got 31 years of experience. It's not a retirement guy that comes in at the time you're doing it. It's what we do all the time. Uh, Everybody from top to bottom, we, we know the terminology. We know the planning. We care deeply about our clients and want you to be successful in, re- in retirement. You How many years have you been doing concerns? this,
0: Jeff? Well,
1: uh, oh, 40-ish. Long time. Yes, I, yeah, but 31 years now, it's a co investment group, so we've been on our own for 31 years. This
0: now. market run, this bull run we've been in, these are good times, Jeff, right? Mm-hmm. But you've been doing this enough that you've seen the cycles ebb and flow. They,
1: they change. And you have to be careful, especially with your retirement money, because for most people, they want to preserve it, grow it, Take income from it and then pass it on to their heir. So that's a specialized area of planning. So, again, if you're close to already in retirement, have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, serious about your planning. So, if you have a million, two million, three million dollars or more, if we can help you with your retirement. Um, again, you we don't, you uh, we care about your success and retirement. Always put your interests first. Uh, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, that's tired of doing it your, yourself. If you have assets scattered all over the place, and now you have to, you're close to a time where you have to start taking required minimum distributions. Or if you just have, uh, again, you you want to consolidate. Um, that's what we do all the time. Um, If your advisor is retiring, uh, that's what's come up a number of times where they get shuffled from one. They don't have a specific advisor. They get bounced from one guy to another guy or their guy retired. Yeah, then you got to start all over. And you're looking for a home. We have the next generation in place for our clients. So it's very important. Our clients really appreciate that aspect of it. And
0: planning doesn't stop in retirement. Just because you're retired, you have to keep an eye on things and do the planning, Jeff. Thecoalway.com for more info. Great show. Thanks again, Jeff. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for tuning in. Once again, we're in WIBA and WISN. We'll see you next week for more of The Retirement Clinic.